episode two. Uh, I'm your host, Caleb. Uh, this is our second episode of our E3 coverage, so this is going to be all E3 uh, recap. We're going to recap all the main conferences and talk about the things that we thought were noteworthy, the things that we thought were, were not noteworthy, um, and just kind of shoot ideas around. Uh, so yeah, I'm Caleb, your host uh, at LubWub on everything important. Um, with me, I've got Ben, uh, Smurf, yeah. and Eric. Hello. Hey, people, people, people. Howdy, howdy, uh, howdy. Other than that, it's the it's the normal group. We added uh, Smurf. He's a friend of ours we play Xbox with, uh, and he's got some good opinions, we hope. If not, he won't be back. <laughs> Ouch, man, that hurts. Damn. That, that stings real deep. It doesn't hurt, it doesn't hurt yet. It doesn't hurt yet. Yeah, okay. I mean, we haven't, we haven't sent you the memo that's like, uh, so next week, you find something else to do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's just important to know that that's on the table. Okay, well, at least we got that off the chest. Yeah. So E3 started on Saturday. Uh, I guess it started on Sunday, because EA's EA play events before everything. So EA's first conference was on Saturday, and uh, what do you guys think about what they showed off? Anything super interesting right away? Uh, you know, I guess Battlefront's shaping up. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, Feed, Feed looked fucking great. Yeah, yeah, it was really... Um... I was excited about seeing all the playable uh, factions, you know, throughout the sagas. But um, it was really good to actually see it finally, seeing the yeah, droids and all that stuff. So I think I think if we go back to the first podcast when we were talking about how it was going to be the Star Wars um, show, uh, I think I yeah, think it really wasn't on that. No, I think they did. I think they spent. I mean, they spent almost fifty percent of the conference on star wars i mean it was the last 30 minutes of their what hour and 15 minute conference um, oh yeah yeah so yeah that yeah, was I, that was i feel that was more of like a okay we're done you can leave your seats if you want but we're gonna do a half hour match battlefront yeah oh, for sure yeah i didn't um i didn't think many people were gonna stick around for all that mm-hmm. but they did um, oh yeah but they they got to bring the lead actress out that played what's her face the the lead in the story story oh, yeah that's cool yeah and she was wearing a dress that had the same um yeah, the markings stripes. as her yeah same markings mm-hmm. as her yeah she was in uh, um, she was in True Blood too which was pretty dope uh, it's good to see her back in something that uh, oh okay there was a whole bunch of uh, re- uh, interviews on True Blood that she would do uh, where she was talking about gaming and how much she, they would all just sit around and play Xbox and uh, PS4 and stuff uh, after the show was done filming. Um, so that was kind of cool. Uh, I think the other interesting thing, just going back to our predictions from last show, is how unbelievably awkward uh, Need for Speed was. Uh, like we said, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that looks like a train wreck. It well, it was awful. less awkward because I thought the game looked bad, and more awkward because the delivery was just a bumblefuck. Um, I meant that... to look up this Jesse Wellens character to see what his streams usually like. Oh, um, also, I'm sure his stream's fine. Like, I wouldn't imagine they invited him in his stream shit, but the idea of millions of people watching you. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I thought about a few times what I would sound like if, uh, or what I, how I would act if I got up there. Um, do you guys remember last year's VGAs? Uh, they got a stream, they got an award to like best streamer, something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they gave it to uh, Boogie2988. Is that Gosh. really that really big guy? Francis yeah, big or whatever his alter ego was. Yeah, yeah. and he, he 
he didn't have much to say. He was pretty awkward. But then I watched a video of his earlier today, and his he's got these really charming radio voice and uh, good camera presence and all that stuff. So see, oh, he definitely he's got multiple personal. Well, he used to have kind of like multiple personalities going on, like depending on what stream, interesting what the, uh, genre of the stream was. So yeah, hmm. see, I he's, thought his um. I thought his presence or his speech at VGAs was really good. Uh, it was a little awkward because, I mean, I feel like if I got that kind of award and I was that kind of person, you're not going to come out of the gate like Tony Stark. But he at least had something to say. And, like, he got emotional about the fact that he's like, look at me. I'm never – I'm yeah. not the guy that gets the girl. But because these guys create games, I can be. Like, that shit was really cool. Yeah. So I, w- I was able to forgive the awkwardness. This Jesse dude, and I don't want to rag on the guy too much. He just kind of came off like he was super high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. He, lost needed, he, needed, he did totally see that. More speed. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he had yeah. a need for a different kind of speed. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird to think that these. It's it's super awkward uh, to watch. It's kind of the reverse of what I deal with in my. Oh my know, god! In the daily I'm sorry, life. I didn't mean to interrupt. What happened? <laughs> He's got 10 million subscribers. Jesus! Oh, that's nuts. So, um, so is it? Is it? Sorry, Sunday. Is it? Is it part that they when they do their stream, they're kind of like just themselves? Well, yeah, that's exactly is... exactly where I was going. Well, is in the daily life, yeah. like what I deal with, like I when I when I'm working with people at actual company, you know, the companies that I work with. Uh, in my day job, you know, I have a problem getting them to talk to a virtual audience, which is the exact opposite problem that these guys like Jesse Willens and uh, OMG Foxfire had, I feel, throughout the entirety of E3 is they're used to talking to just a webcam and not having anyone standing there. Uh, so it's a mm-hmm. totally different, it's a totally different dynamic. And I think a couple of them, as I was watching, and even the guy who was hosting uh, the PC show I felt was a little bit shell shocked by the fact that he, he was like, "Oh shit, I'm now standing in front of 300 people and can read their reactions, not just look up and yeah. down on my vertical monitor the text." There's I also like he pretty much kept it together though. Yeah, there was also the the chance that the prompter that he was looking at may have stopped running. <laughs> totally, and he was just like, "Oh fuck," because the guy he handed it off to him next was like the creative director from the game, and that guy's going to be able to vamp about need for speed without needing to read anything. So it's kind of hard to tell if it was technical or <laughs> yeah, I mean, psychological. When, when Jesse, yeah. When he was, when he kind of bumbled a little bit, he definitely was looking at the cameraman. Uh, you could tell he was looking behind the camera in kind of a panic, like, Oh God, what do I do? Uh, yeah. And then he almost immediately looked to his left, like come fucking save please, me. Jesus. Please God. Please God. <laughs> and don't walk off. <laughs> How many Michael views Mason. do you think it would have got if he threw up on stage? <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. I'm just just curious. I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't hey want man, that to no happen. There's no such thing as but... bad press. Like people looked up that guy's channel because yeah. of what happened on Saturday. The worst um, part. The worst part let's was stop, he wasn't on stage. Stop, stop destroying this dude. Yeah. Um, I didn't think Need for Speed looked as bad as everyone's saying it did. At least everyone in this group, like. I don't understand the beef with things looking like Fast and Furious. Everybody well, I have that a problem with like that. Fast and Furious. Um, and sure, they're not Oscar winners, but neither Transformers. Um, I don't have a beef I remember, with I don't it. remember poo-pooing it. I think it looks good. Yeah, the only thing okay. with the, the, the... Yeah, I think it looks good. I think it looks cool. Um, I like that they added some burnout elements to it. 
Um, yeah. You saw that with the Rex and the kind of the slow-mo yep. cam. The thing that I, the one love, it was the level that they presented uh, or the mission that they presented, which was ripped directly from a Fast and the Furious movie <laughs> that I had the problem <laughs> with what they showed. Like they could have showed a little bit of diversity outside of, oh, hey, we're going to drive down this thing. We're going to smash these two cars and then we're going to drive a car out of a truck, which I'm pretty sure has been done in the last three movies by uh yeah in every movie i'm sure well i don't know about out of a truck i mean they've gone out of a train they've gone across buildings in dubai or somewhere in the middle east now now we're now we're arguing semantics here well no but i think i think he brings up a valid idea that like when it comes to stealing cars from moving well cars there's probably only so many ways you can do it and i just i don't want to make an excuse for like lacking creativity but that's when you're, you're on the highway trying to take a high-profile car out of someone who knows you're coming after them, there's probably only so many ways that plays out. Right. No, I get so, Fair enough. I, uh, uh, so there's a new classification of car. We, we all grew up with supercars, like the Lamborghini Countach and stuff like that. Yep. And even the, Dia- the Diablo and, and, and cars in the last 10 years were all supercars. Now they have hypercars, like the Bugatti yep. Veyron and mm-hmm. the Pagani Zonda and stuff like that. So okay. I think that was a... I think that was a yeah the yeah that was a, that was a Kenick seg. I think those are hypercars as well. A hypercar uh, would not go through anything, let alone a door, and then no. survive a five fall. No. And then like, <laughs> that thing suspension is made for Staying flat, on the ground. straight tarmac, yeah. not bouncing. No, yeah, if yeah, but, that would just fold it yeah. in half. Oh, okay. Let me have a more realistic gripe. Um, because nobody cares about the realism and need for speed. I can think of multiple movies where supercars have a hard time keeping up with a tractor trailer <laughs> or a big rig. Yeah, like, yeah, what, what is that all about? They're like, their foot's on the floor. They're in fifth gear. They're wrapping up RPMs. You hear them shifting like five times per camera cut, and they can't keep up. Uh, remember they happened in Bad Boys, too, remember? <laughs> when they're yes. Yeah, that, yeah they're in the Ferrari. The Ferrari just had a really hard time keeping up to that 18 wheel. Hey. That's yeah, a, and an eighteen wheeler was dragging the boat, right? So like, yeah. not only is it an eighteen wheeler, but it's dragging a huge yacht or something, or a cruiser. Gear. Silly Guys, tropes. Silly these, tropes. these chases wouldn't be interesting <laughs> if they just if caught they up right away. <laughs> or if they they've got just... their cars on cruise control at seventy because the semi won't go faster. <laughs> or if it's completely overshot at like one hundred and twenty. Oh shit! <laughs> that would be a hilarious like. Someone yeah. sitting on the roof getting ready to jump and they just fly by and the guy on the roof jumps onto the road in front of the semi truck. Yep. <laughs> is it please, fuck? Please stop. Is my stop. is my brain messed up that we're talking about need for speed and somebody just mentioned cruise controlled and and I was thinking of uh what was that movie? Speed two, cruise control. Your, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. With nope. Keanu Reeves and uh, Need for Speed Two Cruise Control. Sandy B. Yeah. Anyway, What's sorry. Cool. Anyway, yeah. good old Sandy Nick Nolte was a bad guy in that, right? Yes, he was. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Millennials do some shit. Uh, anyway, rest of uh, EA. Uh, I think last week I called that Madden would have a story mode, and they opened with that. Yep. So that's cool. Uh, that's looks like Friday Night Lights, and a ton of people like that. So go yeah, for I it. I won't be playing it. Yeah, I think that's um, a great move for that franchise, especially after the success we saw last year in FIFA. Uh, with the journey. Oh man, um, yeah, and their Alex their Hunter. FIFA coverage of yep. the Alex Hunter story coming back was yep really high budget. Yep, 
super cool. I don't know anything about that. I mean, it was popular enough that EA was able to get all those like real live sports coverage uh, anchors to talk about him like he was real. And oh, like, okay. <clears throat> yeah, I know that that's like something that if someone pays you, sure, you'll do it. But there's a difference between animated people talking about animated people and then when you see like the Wolf Blitzer guys. in a yeah. movie in Hollywood acting talking like what they're it. talking about in the movie is real. Right. I think that adds a level of immersion that a lot of stuff doesn't have. Yeah, totally. And then I think, uh, I mean, what it, what it, were they? What were the men in Jack or men in Blazers saying? He scored like three hundred and twenty million goals his rookie year. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, all the people that played something, something ridiculous. Oh, um, that's funny. Now, is it NBA Live that has the uh, uh, charity auction and the guy comes in with like ninety nine stat overall? Um, am I wrong on that? Are you, is it like a story mode? Uh, no, I think it's just a playable character. He's on. I think. I think the story goes if you there's a like a ra- not a raffle, uh, an auction. If you win the auction, you get your whole profile built out in the game and 99 stat attributes. Interesting. Yeah, I have. I have no idea. I know that 2K did a story mode, but I don't know about this raffle. Oh yeah, wait. Okay. Sorry, 2K, yeah. Not not NBA Live. Wrong one. Yeah, Sorry, guys. 2K. No, that's all right. Um, the new Battlefield stuff looks great. Um, it's Battlefield 1, so that, I think that game was really good. Uh, I, I do like that, specifically, Battlefront is making all the DLC free to not break up the community. Yep. And I think that's the number one thing that's slowed the, the community on uh, Battlefield. Hmm. Because yeah, I got the season pass for Battlefield, and I know that as soon as the first DLCs came out, I was playing them, but yeah, none of my friends just, were playing them. Eric, I think you have the season pass. Uh, no, I don't. I, I actually didn't get the season pass for this one, so that's why I disappeared. So, yeah, I think, so I, think like, I got on today and played some of the new uh, Battle of Verdun DLC, and it's really good, but I have no friends that have it. So <laughs> Exactly. So playing Battlefront remember... and not having to worry about that's going to be awesome. I can't remember if it was PC game or a console game where if your friends had the latest uh, DLC, you could play as long as you were playing with them. Yeah, that's could... uh, Watch Dogs 2. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Watch yeah. No, there was another one before Watch Dogs 2, though. Far Cry. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I can't remember which Far Cry. Um... Anyway, so yeah, I think there's some there's got to be some sort of sweet spot where they can charge for DLC, but then at some point it doesn't make sense whether it's like on the next DLC release they give everybody the previous one for free or like a Well, time. Battlefield 3 had a really cool system for that cuz Battlefield 3 was or not 3, sorry. Battlefield 4. Battlefield 4 was supported for like 3 years after it came yeah. out because they did the community maps and all of those were free. They did the night operations maps and all of those were free. And then they started like after like 18 months after the game was released, they were like, everything that comes out in the future is going to be free. And I don't know if they went backwards though. Um, I know Titanfall did after a year, the first Titanfall gave all of the DLC out for free. Yeah, that was nice. I think, but they saw... ran in. If they would have done that, they should have done that sooner with Titanfall, and I think they would have kept the uh, community a lot longer. Besides, yeah, yeah, I think Ubisoft um, 
has a, probably one of the best models with Siege, actually, where they give all of the characters for free, and then it's literally you're just buying the the uh, aesthetics, right, for the characters. For money. Yeah, for money. Yeah. Um, you know, well, here's the thing, though. I got back into Siege a couple weeks ago, and giving away the characters for free is kind of bullshit, because they're not. Um, <laughs> every character that's in the core release, there's like eight or something like that, they cost um, slightly raising amounts per uh, member of the same force that you unlock. Right. So say the first one for GIG and the French Special Forces mm-hmm. is 500 reputation. The second one's 1,000. Uh, third one's 1,500. And the fourth one's 2,000. The Any of the characters from late releases are 25,000 reputation. And I played with my friends the other night for two hours, which was about eight games, and I made 3,000 reputation. Okay. So then... And like, yeah, so they want you to put about... in like 20 hours to unlock a character, and they released like five. Right. If you think about though the models like Dota and League of Legends, right? You're not you're playing countless hours to unlock a character by getting the Riot cash, which is the same kind of model that Ubisoft is using, right? They're not going to give away something that you know they could easily charge yeah. twenty dollars for for free. Um, True. Right. So know, I'm not I'm not so disagreeing play... with you. That's extremely high, but. Is there is there also in Siege a way to unlock? So like in so I played a ton of League of Legends, um, and the newer characters are about sixty three hundred um, influence points. Uh, right. they, so they have two. There's like the influence points which you gain for for just playing games, and then there's riot points which are you can use cash to purchase those. And so you can unlock any of the characters if you want to pay and get the riot points and then use that or you could play the game and over time you accrue the ip and use that and so um and then they also have skins to to make you know to get the special look and feel um the and so the way it works is as the new characters come out the first week they're at like 7,500 right points i could be wrong on that and i most likely am but anyways the point is is that the first week they're higher then they settle into like, hey, this is a new character, and for a period of time, they're at this elevated price, and then over time, it falls. So if hmm. Siege isn't doing something similar, that seems a little crazy, because then you're just creating an even... In some ways, you're creating a higher barrier for new players, but at the same time, it does kind of help players to pick a character and try and learn that character's role, in essence. And yeah. Maybe that only applies to like the League of Legends, Dota type thing, but I think there should could be some crossover where, yeah, hey, we released a new character. It's twenty five thousand. Uh... Yeah, it works like that a lot for Siege. Um, most of the characters that you unlock play either offense or defense. I don't know why I said most. They're only either offense or defense. There's no um, double time players. Yeah. yeah uh, and so we've what been you talking into, about this for a very long time. Thanks, time police. <laughs> um, real quick, I guess to time finish up, it's kind of like um, For Honor, but 
essentially you can't double up on characters. So if you're playing offense or defense, if someone else picks the character you've unlocked, you can't use them. So it does kind of harbor this community of people that really learn a couple of characters on offense or defense. So they have like a primary and a backup. Anyway, moving on. Um, I like the EA originals presentation. Um, that game away out looks really dope. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, uh, man, co-op, uh, required like co-op yeah. only. Yeah, I think that's okay. super interesting. Uh, yeah. That's the one that's like Prison Break, or what? What's yeah. it? Because mm-hmm. I've, yeah. I've been been watching binge watching Prison Break, uh, season one through. I'm in the last couple episodes of season five. Yeah. yeah so essentially, yeah. one player plays as the guy who's already an inmate, and another player plays as a guy who's recently been admitted to the prison, and they both decide to work together to get their way to make their way out of the prison. Um, and so the co-op plays interestingly so that like one player will be watching a cutscene while the other player is able to like walk around and interact with the world outside of that cutscene or yeah. watch it from a different point of view but it's all split screen even if you're playing online with somebody it's going to be split screen because the way they want to tell the story is going to be through those two perspectives mm-hmm. um yeah i thought it was really cool the the director for it joseph Ferris. uh Ben, I don't know if you remember when uh, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, came out. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. interacting with them a lot. Mm. Um, I like had Twitter conversations with Joseph for like two or three weeks pretty consistently. And then he kind of fell off and then announced that he was re- uh, starting that new studio, Hazelight. Mm-hmm. So when they brought up Hazelight, I was like, oh, shit, it's Joseph. And then he came <laughs> on stage and <laughs> fucking geeked over his game. It was really dope. Yeah, he definitely cool. geeked. Yeah, he was like smiling the whole time. It was awesome. Well, it's Did awesome. they show enough to see what the replayability of that's going to be? Like, no. how much? Yeah. Okay. Well, I thought uh, they did. There's mm-hmm. there's a few things where they showed like you can do one of three or four things to get to smuggle these like linens to where you need them. Yeah, um, but I think it's the. But they only did that for like one outcome. So yeah, I'm, I think it's the experience of it too, right? Playing one character, even though you can see the cutscenes, like you're still going to want to oh, wow, maybe I want to do that next time. Or my buddy pushed the linens this way and shoved a guy in the bottom of him. I'm going to do the tackle that uh, a different way yeah. uh, when I play that playthrough as that character. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. So I think that basically wraps up EA. The only other things they kind of covered on was NBA Live, and they're really pushing to make that a competitor with 2K, which they have a lot of work to do. And 2K has been knocking basketball out of the park for years and anthem which we will follow up with next yeah, we got a teaser for that in which case yeah. everybody was like oh it just looks like destiny and what was so the wrong. other game they kept comparing it to so wrong Something like that yeah yeah so the initial teaser we we're just like all right anyway <laughs> yeah spoiler uh, we, were, we were very wrong we were super wrong, wrong. yeah uh so the next conference was sunday and that was Microsoft. Um, Microsoft started with their big unveiling of the Xbox One X, which was, in my opinion, pretty great. Uh, it's really clear they were super excited about what they made. I don't and... like the name. I think the name is stupid. The I can't believe in 2017 we're still naming things with an X like it's cool. Dude, it's super 90s school, Ben. Come on. You have to admit it. 
It is 90s cool. It's not it's, 2017 cool. <laughs> it's called the Xbox. So they kind of have to lay into it at this point, right? The yep. more X's, the better. Yeah, the more X's, the better. <laughs> X, 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 box, so, so, X. So, Why so they just now, call it the Xerox? <laughs> but now we have now we have X's at the front and the back of the name. So we're in the Kids right. Club, right? I kept looking uh, at it like it was supposed to be a palindrome. Like, wait, can I read this backward? No. <laughs> oh, no, I read it like it's a gamer tag that was taken already, so they had to put X's <laughs> on either side. <laughs> <laughs> the uh yeah i don't know i i understand from a branding standpoint why they couldn't have stuck with scorpio um and held it i yeah. just i was pretty hopeful that they would just go with xbox um but uh, all of us aries would be very upset with that yes they are uh <laughs> ben will be doing the Austra- the astrology section i almost said australian <laughs> section <laughs> I'm, um, I'm aries mate yep the, uh, Good. I, that was almost unmistakable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Aries, mate. I'm, uh, <laughs> throw another shrimp on the barbie. Mm-hmm. All right, I digress. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I would have loved to see Xbox. Um, just plain, simple. Hey guys, we're back. This is our our, our make good for you know a couple of years ago. Uh, when the guy who shall be named, because I'm afraid he'll show up like Voldemort and ruin something else. Um, <laughs> you rang. <yeah. laughs> you want to be the shit on some other people? Check out the latest Zenga game. Um, <laughs> the uh, he apparently lives in Austin, and there's a Zenga office uh, right down the road from where I live, and I kind of want to go see. Oh yeah, he him. like runs the company that makes. Yeah, uh, Candy Crush now or yeah. some stupid shit. Oh yeah, that uh, was trendy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, I think it's awesome. Um, what do we think about four ninety nine? I think it's fine. I mean, yeah. I'm surprised that it wasn't higher. Yeah. Uh, it's really the most powerful system ever made, and we're paying the same that we paid for the original Xbox, which is kind of absurd. So Wait, what? I don't really have any complaints. Really? Yeah. The Xbox One was five hundred dollars. Yeah, the original one was five hundred bucks. And huh. we're not getting a connect, which is great. Yeah, that's that More that technology level. is officially uh I don't know, expired, I think. I don't think they care anymore. Uh they should have just put a microphone <laughs> so people could talk to the Xbox. You didn't need all those cameras. I don't know. Oh yeah, well, now you can do that with a microphone. Like you can wear a headset and talk to Cortana, so they learned, and I guess that's they got cool, rid of it. but not as cool as saying it from across the room. Like, yeah, it is nice. sometimes I wonder if they thought they were going to make a bigger splash into the streaming space with it, because it it did give people the ability to uh, rough stream their games. Yeah, I suppose it still does, right? I'm sure people are still yeah. doing. And yeah, and like, I mean, Skype yeah, but... through Xbox is really great. I like it a yeah, lot. Yeah, that's and like you we... can walk around the room, and the camera will watch you and follow. Yeah, it auto tracks. Yeah, yeah. I use that to talk with my mom quite a bit when she's yeah, out of town. So. And my camera's at crotch level, so you know that's perfect for my stream. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's a bean cam. We talked about this last week. Yeah, we yeah. talked about this. Yep. We'll keep that going. Uh, yeah, I think it's <laughs> it's our callback joke. Ben's bean cam. Especially with the, <laughs> the BPC, the purchase of Mixer, um, which Ben thought was some weird marketing campaign to take over the world the last couple of days. Um, it did seem rather abrupt and was, explosive. Yeah, it was all yeah. over the place. Like my last trip uh, to the bathroom. The, uh, <laughs> uh, 
Um, I think. I mean, I think they realize that the younger generation, this is this is their football, their sports. Yeah. Not just the younger generation. I shouldn't say that, but uh, there's more. It's generational, but more now than ever. Right. Yeah. And and the base, the base of viewership is large enough where that's going to be a big money play. Already is. Drop it a base. Slap it a base. Nice. No, a little I love you, man reference. There we um, go. No VR. So, what do you think about that? That's uh, Yeah, they didn't the say anything about VR. Well, there was also, uh, I forgot to link it in the show notes, but uh, there was an article I found where the uh, chief marketing officer for Xbox said, yeah, no, we're not. It's not going to support VR at all uh, in, a, in any capacity uh, because we just think that the user install base is better on PC and it's a better experience on PC. Um, which I vehemently disagree with uh, that in every it's quite capacity. a stance. Um, now the interesting thing is Smurf and I were talking about it uh, the other uh, yesterday. Is that making way for the inevitability of Hololens, uh, a Xbox branded Hololens extension uh, coming to Xbox? Only time. I think it. I'm more down with Hololens than VR. I had a conversation about. I mean, I've been on the podcast last week too, but I had a conversation with a buddy about how the amount that you have to disconnect from the outside world is yeah. so high a uh, requirement for VR that a yeah. lot of people just can't do it. And AR is just a pair of glasses that you wear and like you can still interact with people in your house. You don't have to wear a specific headset. You don't have to literally cover your eyes. Um, I'm not trying to slam you in any way, but, you but I will ask if you've ever actually put on an Oculus. I did. I haven't put on an Oculus, but I've used the PSVR. No. Yeah. Okay. You gotta put on an Oculus. Yep. Your opinion will change. Your view of the world will change. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's interesting uh, too because Ace Combat is they're touting uh, the VR with Ace Combat as the way to play it. Oh my god, that'd be so good. Yeah. Yes. Um, Yeah, but can you wear Oculus your entire? Yeah. No, keep it on. If you ever try (laughs) Oculus, you'll your entire view of VR will change. Well, see, like, I don't, I don't dislike VR. Um, Until you've worn Oculus, you haven't seen it. Tell okay. You, it's that crazy. It's that All different. Right. Yeah, I'll, I'll accept that. I don't want like, to sound a hard like time I'm riding off. On my feet. So that's how gonna... disconnected I was. Well, yeah, I mean, go... I played... Well, that's my point. That's my point there, though. It's not that what I played with VR wasn't immersive. It's that that level of immersion is hard to do for people the most people like i have a kid and a well, wife yeah i think most people are going casual i'm gonna have a hard time like getting into something for an extended period of time unless i set time aside where i'm not going to be needed yeah it's the um, opposite of casual <laughs> right yeah right. that's all i mean i don't mean to say that it's a gimmick or that it's a fad like it absolutely has lasting properties it's just a commit a level of commitment that like you said, it's beyond casual. You don't buy a $500 VR headset to play it once a month. What, uh, what was the callback? It was... Uh, oh, was mine? I was uh, another Sandy B movie where uh, Demolition Man, her yep. and uh, Sly, Sylvester yeah, Stallone, yeah. Yeah. with the VR headsets. Anyways, yeah, yeah, good times. Go. There you go. Wasn't Demolition Man also Wesley Snipes? Or yeah. Okay, cool. I'm just back knocking to, out of the park with movies before my time references. There you go. Um, 
You were definitely alive <laughs> uh, when this movie came out. You may not be have been old enough to wa- watch them, but you were uh, definitely yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, that's what I was getting at. Um, so past the unveiling of the Xbox One X, um, or the Box One with X's on either side, um, <laughs> Xbox was like right out the gate. We're going to show you 42 games, and I Ooh. remember thinking, "Uh, what?" Um, and they delivered. Like it was game after game after game after game, and there was like three people that came on stage, total, three or four. Yeah, it was Phil, uh, and then the dude from EA, and then um, dude from Forza. Yeah, the dude from Forza. I think that was it. I'm having a hard time outside of the people playing the game. Oh, the shoutcaster guy, um, for the Darwin Project. Uh, yeah, Darwin was, Project. I don't know how I feel about that, especially with Club Battlegrounds coming to Xbox. Um, we shall see. Yeah. Um, but I think, I guess the things that stood out to me in that 42 game just vomit of video games, uh, Forza looks great. Like, it's hard to say anything bad about Forza. And every year they come out with a sexy ass car. <laughs> on stage and it's like all right cool like this is awesome i'm not a huge racing sim fan so yeah i wish i was i enjoy them but i just don't put the time into them yeah, yeah look great. i'm just just bad at them i don't I like to, having to I hit the brakes realistically yeah. the um, um the one yeah. thing that is interesting is wasn't this like the time period where Sony was like, yeah, we're going to be rolling out all our exclusives and this and that, and Microsoft doesn't have any coming up, and then boom, Microsoft just uh, dumped a pile of games out there. Oh, yeah. I want to I want to talk about that once we get through Sony. Okay. Because gotcha. there was a big, I think there was a big difference between conferences this year. Um but the first games they showed off for Xbox were games that were super. They made a real big point of making sure everyone knew that they were running on Xbox One X, and their examples were really good. Yeah. Um, Metro and Forza, and Assassin's Creed let off, and like, man, they all looked really good. Yeah. Yeah. The Assassin's Creed was. I liked the time period. Going back to Egypt, so that's I think that's going to be fun. It looked like it had um, a few new mechanics, but uh, yeah, it looks like they refined a lot of the systems. Yeah, because and, uh, and then you could pick up weapons, right? Is that new to this one? I can't. Yeah, I play. that's completely no, new. It's okay. new to no the uh, one of the two games did that. Oh, did it? Yeah. Well, in. Yeah. One of the twos you could pick up the weapons on the ground, yeah, but it was never. It was every weapon that was ever dropped you could pick up a spear, uh, the heavy. The, yeah, yeah, but swords. this is like a loot system. So yeah, like, this this one yes, pick up a right weapon and it had like a damage. Yeah, you're right about that for sure. It had like a, rarity. Like a uniqueness. Yeah, ra- yep. rarity. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that yeah, shit they're, is. So they're introducing a loot system. Yeah, which is kind of interesting because that universe seems ripe to almost compete with like a Diablo type type play playthrough scenario. I think so. Multiple yeah. Playthroughs. Yeah, because especially if you go to where the movie tried to go and uh, was it uh, the Black Flag one, where um, 
they talked about animus and going through there where you could almost like Diablo where you, you go through the rifts and things where you could maybe go through different versions or different time periods, I should say, uh, as your playthroughs. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with present day uh, story in this one because they, of course, didn't show that. Um, oh, that's true, yeah. But yeah, you're right. In Black Flag, they pointed out that they got Desmond's body. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. And because they had his body, that was why the Assassin's Creed's post three could happen because Abstergo has this just like DNA bank that allows like employees to access Desmond's past rather than Desmond being the only person who could. <clears throat> yeah. So I, I, I think that one's going to be a good sell. Yeah. I think it'll be great. Um, I love that at the end he likes, he piloted an arrow. <laughs> Yeah, what was uh, it? Yeah. It, it makes cool. it makes for some like really dope Hawkeye style scenes where you can like shoot arrows around corners. Um the the age of the bow is not yet dead. Not quite. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's getting there, but obviously they had to add something to it to make it interesting. No way. Um to Assassin so we were talking about Assassin's Creed, how they went to more of a loot style. With uh, rarity oh, yeah, and the, modifiers, yeah, the RPG elements, uh, everything they showed got me excited for that franchise again, and I probably was its biggest naysayer uh, for the longest <laughs> time uh, ever since. Um, I think Assassin's Creed Two. I have not been into that game. Um, wow, weird. I thought Syndicate and Black Flag were great. Um, I thought they were both great. It's just uh, you know it's. It's, I have a hard time, one, because I'm ADD, but the other one is, is because I'm, I just, I have a hard time finishing, like, it's the same thing we talked about last week, where I put, I put Mass Effect, I put Mass Effect down, I started playing something else, and I went back to it, and now I'm just, I'm struggling to go back and finish it, it was the same thing with Black Flag, it was, the, it's the same thing with Syndicate, um, I, like, these are games yeah, I would I love Black Flag a lot, uh, oh, it was That's awesome, recent favorites, yeah, I did awesome. everything in Black Flag. Like yeah, I found I just, every shard, every tra- treasure chest. Also, I found all that shit. They did, yeah. It seemed <laughs> like Assassin's Creed definitely started catering to like achievement hunters or completionists uh, as the life of the series went on. So this will I be think, interesting to see. It, it It's going to freshen it up, I think, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I think Ubisoft started to do that too much as a whole. Like Far yes. Cry became Watch this... Dogs fucking hunt oh my god watchdogs one had so much shit in it to find um and watchdogs two had its fair share but it was never stuff that i felt like i was it never sat there on the map like you're missing out it was stuff you could come across organically which i really dug yep um i only played a little bit of the metro games which i'm kind of ashamed of i've never played those either they are uh they're gorgeous uh, I've not not enjoyed um, the Metro games, uh, any of them that I've played. Um, yeah, I played Last Light, and I was yep. amazed that that one didn't get more playtime. Like, Call of Duty has just somehow cornered that whole segment. In the Yeah, it's weird. I, I think they've had more success on the PC. Mm, that might be, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, they're up there with like uh, Crisis as far as pushing systems. Um, yep, that, that was a play, great game too. Yeah, you try, and, you try and put 
last light at max graphics well not now right but a, a couple years ago when it came out and it would it could potentially break your graphics card uh, yeah melt it <laughs> yep the uh yeah, yeah and the, uh exodus looks, oh, it looks like awesome. it's not going to be any less taxing yep. it looks awesome like i don't know if this is realistic to what we'll see when we get to play it but when he shot that that mutt with a bow and arrow and then walked up and he actually put his foot on its face and pulled the arrow out from where it was. Oh yeah. Like that's super small. And I know I'm like maybe focusing on something even maybe too small, but like when you pull arrows from bodies in any other game, it's like a crouch and three arrows added to inventory. Yep. Um, but he actually pulled from where it was. Uh, and if that's something that's implemented like across the board. Yeah, I think there's just a small shit like that that adds immersion like crazy. Yeah, I think that's we're gonna start, uh, especially with the power of the 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 X. Is that what we're calling it? Or do, have we chosen <laughs> are we calling it the X? Sure. Yeah, we can talk about how awesome our X is for it, the next is X, years. Is, is X the, gonna do it? Is it the one box dosekis? Is it the what is it? Mm, now, <laughs> uh, now I'm thirsty. Nope. Yeah, if you buy Box two of them, you get those Ekkies. Perfect. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, the uh, I think with the added I have power, no reaction to that yeah, joke. I, I can't. <laughs> I think with the added power of the platform, we're going to start seeing a lot more of the little details that that we've not been able to see over the last. You know that we've you know you don't even think like you said you don't even think about it right. Um, you know, pulling the arrow from the from the skull of that thing and then. Uh, not even that, but then you get more immersive experiences out of, or larger experiences, uh, yeah, uh, out of those. Games well, the, that are there was another thing in that trailer that I saw in Far Cry Two that I haven't seen since. That was like his gun jammed, and as mm -hmm. he was running away, he was like fucking with it, trying to get it, yep, uh, working again. And Far Cry Two did that, and it was dope. And like no one's done yeah, it. Yeah, Far Cry Two is big about. Uh, yeah, scripted events, first-person yeah. scripted events. Yeah, how dirty your guns were and all that shit. <clears throat> um, yeah, Exodus looks great. There's a lot to get through in this. Jesus, Microsoft <laughs> just showed off a about, ton of games. How about we uh, make out what we want to talk about and skip around? Well, let's well let's uh, going, take a bite out of item. the elephant in the room: the uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about that. I know very little about this. Like that game, the one is going to be, lost their shit. That game is going to be an esports, whatever you want to call it, freaking money maker. So, so I watch people. I just watch people play it all day long, and it's fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, like, it's a good time. It is. It is built for people to stream that game. Um, yeah. And the, well, and I'm assuming the shoutcaster they had there is probably shoutcasting streams of that. I didn't go uh, look. Which guy? I do not know. The guy in the yellow shirt? Oh, no, that was Darwin Project. Was um, that Darwin? Oh, yeah, yeah it was Darwin. They showed that right after that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep, they did, yeah. Um, okay, I got confused on that. But Sorry. Pub is like all the guys that I follow on Twitch, like Fredo and uh, Smurf, you know who that is, and then, you know, yep. uh, SJ, uh, Vindictive, like all of them play Pub like every night, and it's just awesome to watch either solo duo or quad, you know, cues. Um, and then just, Oh shit, there's a hundred players in this game and I have to be the last one alive or the last team alive. 
uh, and every five minutes or so, the map just keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Uh, it's just, I could e- I could easily see so where a prize fun. pool for that uh, mm-hmm. becomes large. Yeah, it just looks awesome. I, I hope that it comes out this year. Like that has the potential to be like a syndicated network TV show. Oh, totally! <laughs> it's the it's the running like, man. This it's week's episode man. is the top one hundred, and then next week will be the top eighty. And you could do it. You could do like a, American Idol seasons of that shit. Yep. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, what is Deep Rock Galactic? Where did I miss that? So that was oh, the yeah. one. That's the one where it's the four player. Um, it's kind of like Fortnite. It's a uh, find an oh. area, mine your resources, build defenses. Uh, it had. This and it version. looked like um, like that astronaut game. What's that game we play? Oh yeah, Astroneer. It yeah. looked like Astroneer. Yeah. But they had guns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That looked really cool. I walked away to tend to a baby or something when the. The title, maybe or something. I, f- I find it interesting that all of a sudden Fortnite. What my ass or a baby? So I don't remember. Fortnite's come back in the picture. Deep Rock Galactic. It's kind of interesting that the. Uh... Yeah, Fortnite just kind of came out of nowhere. Um, it just yeah, well, the they showed before. it to us like two years ago, and now there's a date. I was like, wait, what? This is still a thing? Well, that was. Yeah, the... I thought it was dead. That was Cliffy B's last game at uh, at Unreal. At Epic. Uh, or yeah, at, at Epic that he had a part in, and then that was the ultimately the reason he decided that nah, I'm, I'm out. Um, yeah. State of Decay Two will be awesome. That first yeah. game was great, um, and I think it's going to be co-op, which is even better. Oh, totally. Uh, Darwin Project is pub, but uh, it looks more cartoony. Um, so that's. Yeah, I think. The biggest things is, you know, as you scroll down this massive list uh, of what they did is, and I know we want to get to the, I know we want to get to the thing at the end. I think the biggest thing is, is, uh, and you and I talked about this a little bit uh, yesterday, Caleb, is co-op is like publishers are finally starting to realize like, oh, people don't want to just play against each other. They want to experience these worlds together, right? So you're getting these games that support that you've got. You've got the pubs and you've got the, the the Darwin projects and you've got your competitive experiences, but then you've also got these really what look to be deep experiences in, um, you know, uh, what was the, the get out of prison, a way out, um, you know, just as a great example. But then you've got State of the Game 2. Uh, then you've got, you know, if you think about the going up the level, the, the, the co-op, you've got Black Desert Online coming out. You've got... Um, uh, sea of Thieves, which I, I'm super hyped about. It. This was a really good year. For yeah, the game if, looks fucking awesome. If, if you're, a fan yeah, that was. Uh, I think we saw that last E3 was when we saw it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was my game. Uh, that was my pick of last year. Yeah. That's right up my alley. That game looks amazing. Yeah, if, yeah, if you like dope. pirates, if um, you like pirates, this is a good year for you. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, I think I think what we like what happened with the whole industry and like the co- move away from co-op and then back. It was all kind of within like a three to five year cycle. And uh, I talked about this with a buddy of mine in Call of Duty and how Infinite Warfare got announced and like its YouTube trailer had like the most dislikes that anything <laughs> has ever had. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people just don't understand that these things are, they have really deep production schedules. And 
Infinite Warfare was in development when Advanced Warfare released two years earlier. Mm-hmm. And then people were like, we don't want futuristic. And then Black Ops 3 came out and people were like, okay, no more futuristic. And what they didn't realize is that Infinite Warfare had been in the tube for two years by then. And you don't just can a project because of what people think. So now they're coming out with a World War II one and it seems late. But based on production, like they're doing what they can. So, yeah, I was really upset about the lack of co-op for a while. And I'm really happy to see it coming back. But I think it's also worth pointing out that maybe they did react to it immediately. But it takes two to three years to make something <laughs> right. that we want to play. Well, yeah. And so, Without I wish doubt. we could get. Sorry, go ahead, somebody. I, I, I wish we could get to the point where Call uh-uh. of Duty would stop trying to generate a different version every year, every two years, and pull more of a League of Legends, Dota, where they build their build their platform or their framework and then iterate on it for five years. And provide similar things where and, and monetize it differently. Yeah, I Call think, of Duty needs to become seasonal for sure. Yeah, and, and I think I think people are willing to spend more money uh, in the long term because they know they're not just going to have to go buy another sixty dollars game in a year or two to keep up with their buddies. Yeah, that or That's my two cents. that or they take a page out of the Ubisoft playbook and they take a year off, which I don't think Activision will ever do. Um, well, they've got three separate development studios making Call of Duty now, so theoretically, everybody takes two years off. Uh, yeah, but that's you know that's the way Assassin's Creed was running too for a while until they just said, nope, we're gonna we're gonna pump the brakes here and not have an Assassin's Creed next last year. Yeah, uh, and I think I Assassin's think... Creed's a game that could afford them a vast redesign. Yep, and I don't see Call of Duty getting a redesign. It's kind no. of like a Supercar yep. to bring Every that game back is a redesign. Up. Well, it's 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 less a redesign and more a reskin. Like I've I've never yeah. played a Call of Duty and been like, this is so different. It's just oh, my God. oh you added a few new Except things. For the last one, <laughs> Infinite Warfare was I liked the campaign a lot. Left trigger, right trigger. But the multiplayer was the same shit, and that's what everyone buys the game for. Mm-hmm. Which so, is why, yeah. Which is my point. It's like. Uh, I would, I would be, I'd probably still be playing Call of Duty if it, if it wasn't for that reason. Because if they had where you're just adding on to the game or monetize it differently, where you're unlocking characters or different skins or or whatever, I, I think people are tired of buying what they would consider the core functionality over and over again. Could yeah. be wrong. Yeah. I mean, obviously I'm wrong because people are still buying it, but well, you know. <laughs> I'm tired of they're hypercritical, and they're still buying it at the same. Yeah. And they're still buying it at the same time. It's weird. Misery yeah. loves company, yeah. right? I think is uh, sure. Is, is is what we're looking at there? It's like, oh shit, there's nothing else to do. Fuck it. I hate you. Yep. It's 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 the only <laughs> catharsis the video game industry has left, right? It's, I fucking hate you yeah. so much, but I'm still gonna spend a thousand hours playing you and p- potentially five hundred dollars after we're all done with DLCs and the initial cost of the game. Um, well, it's like it's like when you crave a burrito at two in the morning and no Mexican places are open, but you refuse to get fast food. You'll begrudgingly go to Taco Bell every time because it's what's available. Excuse me. Excuse me. There is. Nobody should be begrudgingly go to Taco Bell. No, there's (laughs) nothing wrong with Taco Bell. Please note. Yeah, I do not begrudgingly go to Taco Bell. Every time I go and I'm like, fuck yeah, Taco Bell. 
but it was. And, and to be fair, Jack in the Box has those tacos, and let me tell you, there's no, no better taco. No, 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 Jack no, 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 Taco no, no. Bell taco, taco, Taco Bell tacos. Uh, um, Jack in the Box tacos are like if you put a Taco Bell taco in the microwave. No, that's what that's yeah, what the Jack in the Box tacos. Remember like. how we were talking about you no. might not be here next week. Stop! <laughs> Stop this! <laughs> You're not gonna convince me, Jack in the Box cat food. Tacos I'm gonna drive to your tacos. house. I'm gonna drive to your house, Ben, and I'm gonna drop a metric shit ton of Jack in the Box tacos <laughs> off on your front porch. And I'm such a fucking gutter gut that I'll eat all of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you win. You win. No. <laughs> I yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make it to the bottom of this list if we list every item on it. I'm just saying no, that. Right. For yeah, sure. No, I definitely not. wanna. I would definitely wanna hit up at some point. Uh, if it's not this one, the because Sunday and I have talked about this in the past with the play anywhere and uh, yeah, we'll, some of we'll Sony's comments. So that they made about not doing cross platform with Microsoft. We'll yeah, there. I don't. I fucking hate that. Um, I don't know the things that stood out to me. Last uh, like recap of Xbox. The last night looked dope. Yeah. But apparently yep. the director's a slime bag. Yeah. Even though he's trying to make do. Um, no, it, he's making statements to rectify things and not look like an idiot to so that his game will sell. But there's no way he feels that way because no. uh, all the so little backstory. Um, there's uh, this game called The Last Night. It's a pixel art game. It's uh, ultra layered and ultra um, stylized to look beautiful, just gorgeous work of art. Mm-hmm. Um, but Twitter did some digging and dug up this guy's uh, tweets from now till a few years ago, and he's very pro Gamergate and uh, anti feminist and anti a lot of things. He's uh, very vocal, and up until a few days ago, he always had an answer to somebody's argument. Like it was always a it was always a fight to him. Like yeah, well, here's this. He's like, okay, but then this. He'd always have a response. Now, it's like, well, that was me a few years ago. I'm a different person now. So he's trying to save face so that this game doesn't tank or get canceled. So yeah. it sucks. Uh, the game's, I mean, it was fucking gorgeous. A friend of mine, Ian, said he watched this three-minute trailer for 45 minutes. And then yeah. when he found out this guy was a piece of shit, he spent three hours trying to find out if he was or was not. Like yep. it, it, it ruined him because this game was just like captivated his attention. Yeah. And then beautiful. And spent hours digging up dirt on this guy and seeing if it's the real deal or if he's really a shitbag or he's not. So I don't know. It's it's gonna be interesting to see how this pans out. I think unfortunately his sort of bullshit uh, response retort is probably gonna hold everybody over until the game comes out. But I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We got a release date for Cuphead. Can't wait Fine. for that. Game yeah. Yep. Um, Crackdown 3 is launching with the Xbox One X. That's cool. Uh, Terry Crews is always fun to watch. It, how long has it been since Crackdown 2? Wow. I feel like it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. it's like six or seven years. Do you think it'll have any, uh, any? I won't even say success near seven years. Auto 5, but I mean, is there any hope for that after such a long wait? I think so. Um, no, it doesn't look like it's doing anything different. So, yeah. <laughs> Except for the fact that, that you can knock down like entire cities, if yeah, that's still the case. So, I guess we'll see. Okay. Um, Ashen looks good. Life is Strange was great, and seeing more of it's good. Middle Earth looks amazing. Yep. Uh, but the thing I wanted to focus on most 
which again we've talked a lot so it won't be too long but uh the carryover from ea was bioware's anthem yeah which first impress uh first impression at ea's thing was like what is this it looks kind of typecast and then when we got to actually see it yeah i don't know i'm i'm one of those people and i know ben you are too one of those people that played destiny because it was what we had and it's what our friends were playing Mm -hmm. this game looks like it'll put a bullet in destiny like not, not even not a, kind not, of it just not looks a bullet. so much better fucking on your knees back of the head goodbye mafia style assassination <laughs> is what we're talking about um i'm a little as bit soon as they started cause... skydiving yeah i was like oh fuck okay yeah the second <laughs> that they jumped awesome. off that thing and i was like oh or even when the dude just came in on the in the i think it was called the colossus um the suit that uh, he was in the larger one i was like wait you're gonna get to own multiples of these suits that do different things yeah wait a minute mm-hmm. yeah that's kind of like warframe wait a minute this is kind of looks like it's on fucking pandora uh not borderlands pandora but james avatar's vision uh james avatar fucking james cameron. james avatar <laughs> <laughs> james avatar cameron um uh this kind of looks like pandora with big crazy animals oh wait now we dove underwater. What yep. the fuck just happened? Yep. I was talking yeah. to a friend of mine today. That's that's what sold him on it too. I was like, oh, this looks good. This looks good. Sold. Yeah. yeah. The second she went, <laughs> yeah, they start taking flight, they start taking flack, and she's like, yep. oh, I'll go underneath. Yep. Like, Wait, what? Wait, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it looks great. Um, obviously, there's going to be a lot more we'll see eventually. Uh, did we get a date? Did they put 2018 in the trailer? Yeah, it's 2018. Uh, it's it, somebody said fall. I think it was uh, the guy from EA. Holiday, uh, yeah, holiday twenty eighteen. Holiday. Uh, Tw- right. Unfortunately, tw- holiday twenty eighteen could be February twenty nineteen. This true. is true. That is true. <laughs> holiday means quarter I was four. Say, I could see, I could see that game February. slipping till another EA or uh, E three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was. It looks great, and I'm excited to see literally everything that comes out of it. Um, that was the end of Microsoft. Um, the only other conference on Sunday was Bethesda late. And their conference was like 30 minutes and yeah. was really focused on making sure the content they have now gets better. And I think they announced two things, uh, which was Wolfenstein 2, uh, which takes place in America, and uh, Evil Within 2, which... Takes place in America. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but is also like... Trailer, but... It just seems like one of those typical like dad games <laughs> where dad has to go save kid. Yeah, we um, talked about it the first one. It was the first one was great, but it was the guy who made Resident Evil making another horror game in house. And this one looks to be following the pattern of Resident Evil Two, where you exit the house. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, it, yeah, it looks like good. Wolfenstein yeah, looked Wolf really good. The trailer they showed off was really dope. So is is that a is id Software actually? developing that or no no um that was uh, made by a company called hang on shit they said it right before they um showed it off because he was like here's another game from this company that it's we really is. love yeah it's the uh, same guys that made the new order um ready until dawn or something like that, or, or ready ready at dawn or not ready at dawn they make uh <laughs> something else yes <laughs> my brain uh, why won't a fucking Wikipedia page come up? That's fine. 
we can call back to it. Let's get into Ben's favorite, um, Doom VR. <laughs> that make me shit my pants. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure VFR stands for virtual fucking reality. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, that was, a doubt, that's a very that's logical exactly conclusion. It's it for. Wait, is Duke Nukem in there? Mm-mm. No, BFG is a Doom BFG. thing. No, I, I know. I, yeah. oh. I think he was playing off of the word fucking. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I don't get it. Because yeah. Duke Nukem wants to put his dick in everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm with you. No. Shake it, baby. Anyways. Ben and I are going to stand <laughs> firmly on this side of the line of logic. Uh, machine games made, <laughs> Moving made on. Wolfen's time. <laughs> I think Doom VFR looks awesome. It when I was watching the gameplay, it reminded me. Remember, Ben, we were watching uh, our buddy Odin stream. Uh, what is that game? Robot, Robot Recall? Uh, yeah. It, it reminded me a lot of that style of gameplay where you kind of point the Oculus thing in one direction or the Vive, whatever they were using, uh, and move it. Uh, you move across the world, uh, shoot some more shit, rip a head off, and then go. Um, it's going to be an experience. Yeah, it, looks, it looks fun. It's not a game. It's not you know. It's not a full game like Fallout is. It's an experience, um, right? So it's you're gonna be in. Hey guys, Skyrim's coming out again. Jesus. Yeah. Next. So <laughs> they uh they they touted Quake a little bit, which looks interesting, but not really in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Uh, um, Dishonored gets a little DLC. Yeah, that DLC's in the That's Xbox store as a standalone. It's a standalone. It's not a DLC. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Um, uh, that franchise would have been fine with one game, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, or they could have done a second game about completely different people. But I was—I just didn't care about Corvo a second time. <laughs> hey, I can summarize uh, the the PC thing real quick because I, I watched that one. Go for it. Oh shit, I didn't watch it. And there's XCOM Two shit. Yeah. Yeah, XCOM Two's got an expansion. Uh, really nice story. Big big chunk of story. Looks pretty cool. New a whole oh. new class of alien uh we're getting a turn-based like tabletop version of battletech or or mech warrior to the layman Uh, interesting battletech not robotech not robotech no just think mech warrior okay yeah 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 uh mountain blade 2 is getting a sequel looks great uh um um, killing floor 2 which is already out um what was it was it one more thing Oh yeah, Lawbreakers looks pretty good. I might actually try to get into that since it's on PS4 also, and it's releasing for thirty dollars, which is great. Yeah, that's Cliff. Cliffy B's. Yeah, he said no sixty dollar multiplayer no only BS. Yeah, love it. I love what he <laughs> fucking stage. awesome. Did he say BS or bullshit? No, he said bullshit. Probably said bullshit. Yeah. Ah, uh, good for him. <laughs> I just at that point. Wait, wait, um, who who is he referencing there? Uh, Titanfall. Titanfall and. Did you guys have a big problem with that? Nah. Overwatch? Well, a little bit. I yeah, never Overwatch, for sure. Overwatch, I never, I never had a problem with Titanfall. They never sold it as a single player. They were always up front. And I would well, rather... I think, I think he was... I don't necessarily he was think he was targeting Titanfall, or Titanfall. I think he was taking a direct shot at his direct competitor, which is Overwatch. Um, okay. <laughs> right, at this point. Because Overwatch is... It's, that's exactly what Cliffy B. I suppose, is, yeah. Is, they're they're right? trying to be online competitive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so are are we on the cusp of a price war for a genre of games? Uh, no, because you're looking at 
Cliffy B's company versus Blizzard Activision. Um, mm-hmm, right. Which, as much industry clout as Cliffy B has, and as cool as he is, we all look at him and go, oh, it's Cliffy B. And then we look at Lee, uh, his wife, Lauren, and go, oh, damn it. How did that happen? <laughs> um, that's <laughs> awesome. Good for you. Um, he also doesn't like being called Cliffy B anymore. That's true. Sorry. He's evolved. He's, yeah. The artist formerly known as Cliffy B. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I signed up for the beta. At least I think I did. I can go double check. Um, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, I'll be right back. <laughs> for $30, man, I, I would just I would just pull the trigger on that. That's another yeah, thing about that totally. price point. Is like, well, even if I only play it once a week or two weeks, it's 30 bucks. Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense to make multiplayer-only games half the price of a game that's multiplayer and single-player. 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 Now that I think about it, it's a little weird Overwatch with 60 bucks. Um, and well, it's yeah. hard to say that they need that money so that they can make future stuff when they have paid, uh, not paid to uh, play, but they yeah. have like paid microtransactions, which... I mean, you'll make up your money in that. So, I don't know. It's. I think it would be interesting to see if multiplayer games actually start having a demand for the prices to come down since they're not offering as much. I think we're going to see a lot more of the freemium-type model in multiplayer games in the next coming years, especially with the opening of the kind of the the gates that is Xbox Live uh, for that type of content. As we start to get cross-play, you're going to see a lot more. The original iteration, I don't know if you guys know, but that Black Desert Online game that came out, um, that game actually came out three years ago, and much like what Square had to do with the original iteration of Final Fantasy XIV is they had to basically scrap it um, and rebuild it because it was such hot garbage. Uh, but kudos to them because they've come back out with what looks to be a solid game. And I'm just, I really need a Japanese RPG to play because I'm kind of a freak like that. Um, yeah. Hey guys. Um, I like hey the Grifflands. Hey, hey, hey guys. Hey guys. As of February this year, Activision has made over $3.6 billion in loot boxes. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Yeah. Stop charging us for your games, assholes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Just that's dirty ridiculous. Money. Dirty money. And the, the thing that pisses me off about that is, is you have, you look around the industry and you read the horror stories about developers and freelancers not getting fucking paid from companies like that. It's like, come the fuck on, guys. What do you, what's, <laughs> what's wrong here? You you must have the right. worst accounting department ever. It's time to get Christian, <laughs> it's time to get Christian Wolf on that shit. And, Can you guys imagine you know, how much Rockstar's made from? I don't want to think about it. Because they made a billion dollars in sales the first 24 hours the game was on the yep. shelves. Totally. So. Uh, uh, yeah, that was, that was a, good, a good summation of the, uh, of the, of the, of the PC show. Um, ben, um, unfortunately, being as egotistical as I am, I'm going to go with mine, the Master Race, talking about its Master Raciness. Um, <laughs> for, for an hour. Uh, moving on, Caleb. Go on. Yeah, moving on. It was uh, I like that Clay has a new game coming out. Clay Entertainment. I really like everything they make. Yeah. Um, and they announced Grifflands on the in the PC show. Yeah, uh, they did. Next conference was Monday. 
later Monday. Sorry, PC show was Monday morning. Uh, Monday afternoon was Ubisoft. Before we talk about games, their conference was... I really liked their conference because it felt like it was about the developers. Very genuine. Yeah, it just felt like a bunch of people that really loved what they were making. Um, When... uh, Man, the, the creative director for Assassin's Creed got to come on stage, and you got to see, like the emotion in his face when he's like, I never thought I'd be able to talk about this game. Yeah. Uh, like, that shit was really cool. Oh, yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah, I really dug that. Uh, also, Eve Guillermo and Miyamoto-san playing around with those guns on stage was oh, adorable as shit. Hilarious. Yeah. It's funny. So good. So, yeah, yeah they... Uh, big big extensive up? look of Origins. Yeah. Big yeah. look of Origins. Um, everything about it looks great. It's beautiful. Yeah, I, yeah, I think they still be, haven't really talked about how big it is, but I, I don't care at this point. To be honest with you, I the the thing that got me is the second in the especially the Ubisoft press conference, the second that they went into, um, the second that they went into the inventory screen and they switched out the bow and they switched out the way the points were applied and all of that, I was like, "Yep, game on, done, let's go." Yeah. Uh, RPG yeah. elements. I'm in. Let's do it. Anything I yeah, can level up, I'm usually for I'm sure. Usually in. What they what they needed to add to that game. How excited are we for Skull and Bones? Are you, matey? I was excited, and then he brought up that you could pair up with your friends in groups of like two, three, or four, and make pirate gangs and run yeah. around wreck and trade routes. And I was like, oh fuck, oh fuck. Um, <laughs> It's all I wanted in Black Flag was to be able to bring a couple of friends along and just wreck shit. Oh yeah, I mean I wanted verses though. So yeah, and now we have that too. Yeah, yeah. Big, yeah the like big five v five shit battle, and then oh man, they had to like hightail it out of there because the pirate hunters came. Yep. Yeah, that's like the game, the the, the, the game ending scenario. So yeah. you get you guys have spent a fair amount of time in Elite Dangerous, right? Is that similar? Um, I, I did time. for a while, and then the I kind of got out of it. And I'm got a Python, if you know what that is. Wait. Uh, and I'm not penis? talking about my fiend cam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I mean, I'm just, uh, the reason I ask is, is is would the, is this going to hold your attention since you've already invested time in something like... Uh, Pirate ships? And bones? Spaceships? Yeah. Mm, There's know, a huge difference, I think, because... Black Flag was fun because it was pirates, and we wanted a thing out of Black Flag that allowed us to play with friends. And Ubisoft essentially was just like, so here's that thing you wanted. Um, Elite Dangerous is cool, but I think it's lack of... Elite Dangerous is a deep, deep yeah. space simulator. Yeah. It's lack okay. of like singular direction, I think, is what made it easier for me to set it aside. I don't, and I don't... this game looks like it's just straight-up adversarial... Pirates yeah. loot, jump in, kick ass, blow shit up. Yeah, I don't, okay. uh, I don't have a team cam to go that deep into a game. Yeah. Ah. Nobody, heard <laughs> come on. Um, Comedy so when Far Cry was first announced, I'm like, yep, sold. Because I'm sort of a uh, American pessimist. If you could put a, two words under my name to fit my my description the best. Um, so when they're making fun of America, I'm like, yeah, okay, let's do this. And then the more I see, I'm getting a weird postal vibe. Mm. Like 
it's it's almost satirical. Like I was like, it's, okay, this looks gritty, and like, wait a minute, he just ran a dude over with a with a combine, <laughs> and it was like comical. I don't know, and you know they're riding ATVs with guns on them, and well, uh, it just I look think, like good old well, boys out in the farm killing each other, and it looks less like they're trying to say a message and more let's yeah, just make I, fun I think we, of the good old boys out in the north and, midwest like, and Mon, out in Montana as one of yeah. the good old boys out in Montana um, I don't necessarily I never looked at it as they were trying to I think they were definitely making a message on saying oh wait there are these fucking ridiculous morons that take shit way too far um in the fact that they like to spout their ridiculousness, uh, but I'm with you, Ben. It's it's the, when they ran the dude over with the combine. I was like, oh, this is like the happening. What the fuck? Just <laughs> oh just no, happened. please, anything but that. Anything um, but that. I don't know. I I see that that viewpoint, but then I also think like Far Cry Three had a full mission um, dedicated to burning Vaz's marijuana fields. But that game was pretty dark um, and had a lot of grim shit happen uh, centered around the main story. I remember that mission being amazing. Dude, that mission so, was dope. So. But it was it was absolutely not as dark as any time Vaz was on screen. Like, that guy was fucking twisted. Yeah. Um, and Far Cry 4, um, Pagan Min was, I think, a pretty good bad guy. But, like, the conflicts between the two leaders of the faction that you were supposed to be helping also lent to a darker atmosphere but then you had like riding elephants and shit so far cry has always seemed like a mix of a really gritty story and like being able to do ridiculous shit and i think the purpose of us seeing more ridiculous stuff in this conference than the gritty shit is like this ubisoft show by and large was pretty tame um well, here's there wasn't about. a there wasn't a bunch of like super violent stuff that we saw. There wasn't as much language that we normally see. And I know saying this doesn't make any sense once we get to Beyond Good and Evil Two because that trailer was just f bombs all over the place. So I don't know. It just seemed like Far Cry's showcase was like, look at fun Far Cry. Uh, here's, but here's I, where I'm I have a hard time that. imagining they won't be real pointed with their criticism of yeah, religious no, I, fanatics i agree with you 100 percent, and i think i think the way and this is me going to putting my conspiracy theorist hat on a little bit is the way in which they cut that trailer could have very well been oh shit we're catching a lot of heat for this we better lighten this up we better lighten, lighten it up, up a little, little bit. bit let's lighten yeah. this up somebody's gonna get run over with a with a with a combine we're going to make it fun. Um, to your point, the good old boys. Uh, and then when it actually comes out, we'll deal with, we'll, we'll just say, ha ha, fuck it. And move on. Cause you still had, you still had guys getting executed with baseball bats in the street. Like that's a common that was in, that. in Montana. Come on. Have you ever been <laughs> yeah. there? No, I haven't. And you now that you cut, say that, I won't, you might want to cut that out. Um, <laughs> That, that just because you said that it's staying this podcast 
this podcast in no way reflects the people of Montana or their views in any way whatsoever. Uh, Ubisoft went on to talk about the Crew 2, South Park, this weird game where you attach a toy to your controller called Starlink. Uh, I'm so a steep expansion about the Olympics. I'm so disappointing. Uh, yeah, that's weird. No, and uh, they... This strange teaser with Elijah yes. Wood called Transference. Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> what was the... This, it, Eric's notes is some fucking Black Briar Jason Bourne shit. <laughs> yep. Treadstone. <laughs> Uh, no, what was the what was the the actual CIA program in the seventies? Um, that's what it reminded me of. MK uh, Ultra. Thank you. Yes, MK Ultra. That was some MK Ultra shit. Man. The mind control program. Yeah, you're gonna put that <laughs> VR headset on, and Ubisoft is just gonna. They're creating a league of assassins. It's just that it's that simple. Is it a Russian mind control program? Is that why they spelled it with a K? That's why they hacked it. No, I think they put. They made it MK Ultra, so it was less easy to be like, "Oh, that's mind control." I have no idea. I'm not a member of the fucking CIA. So, is that monkey in Beyond Good and Evil KGB. racist? Doofus. Say that again. No idea. Is that is that monkey in Beyond Good and Evil racist? In what way? Mm, against, why you ask? Against pigs? Uh, <laughs> no, no it's. It's a ghetto-ass monkey shooting his gun sideways with gold oh. teeth spouting profanities. Bro, but saying. he had a super cockney accent, and like... Uh-huh. Yeah. Have you seen... Black um, people live in England, also. They do. Yeah, but like, watch but Snatch, people, or yeah. Lockstock. Like, those people exist, and they yeah. are all colors. Yeah, on the south okay. side of London, if you get into that area, you've, you've definitely got that happening not necessarily with the go-go gadget arm and the 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 monkey look but that i, I just feel like he was else. a guy ritchie-esque character yeah um, that's exactly how i took it um and it, holy shit does that look amazing yes it um, does i've been Man, waiting for that I, game um i really hope that we see it uh one thing we didn't touch on during the microsoft press conference was the original xbox backwards compatibility uh, and Crimson cool. Skies. Oh, I love yes. that. Yes, that is a, <laughs> that is a game where you flash it around. I can get into. Um, but I really uh, hope dude, that the guy evil shows up that, on that talked about uh, Beyond Good and Evil. Like as soon as he came on stage, started crying. Like that shit was yeah, man. Both of them, yeah. the, the guy and the and the lady. Uh, yeah, because um, it's it's been something that it's. It's been my white whale for every E3. Like, when were you going to see it? And this year, I saw it. Yeah, well, yeah, Michel Ansel is a passionate guy. He's uh, he's always been a pretty cool guy. And he always puts a lot of passion into his projects. So, Let's talk about sense. The, uh, this, this is probably his baby. The real gem yeah. of the Ubisoft Fresh Conference, uh, Just Dance 2018. <laughs> All right. All right. Moving on to Sunday. Yeah, I'll I bet give, we could get it done. I'll give minutes. my... Yeah, my recap is uh, a lot of shit that looks good, but we have no idea when it's coming out. Yep. Or a lot of stuff that, like, we've already seen. Like, God of War, awesome. Glad I saw it. But Yeah, God of War looks good. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, Uncharted, it looks like Uncharted. Um, Agreed. So it, it, I'm going to buy it. Horizon Zero Dawn, it was DLC. They showed very little. Days Gone showed- is zombies destiny 2 they barely showed yep 
Uh, Destiny 2 looks makes, worse the more they show it. Yeah, which makes <laughs> me really kind of skeptical on the release date later this year that's going to be successful. Unless for some reason there was some, and this is super, super, super skeptical, or it's not super, not skeptical, but uh, super hypothesis, like prop, no founding on this whatsoever, is unless Sony is twisting some sort of marketing deal arm. Uh, and Bungie really wanted to because there was some uh, a lot of shit flying around before E3 about Destiny being shown on the Scorpio, something going on like that, and they just didn't do it. But I don't think they would pivot that quickly at a press conference. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It just didn't look. Ugh. It just doesn't uh, look good. I mean, I don't know. It's it looks like Destiny to me, and yep. until they show me gameplay that looks like it's doing something different or like game systems that are working differently it's yep. i'm afraid it's going to feel like the original destiny and a lot about the original destiny is the reason i didn't really like it detroit looks awesome I yeah no i think that's a given faith. i have no faith in a david cage game they're gonna it's gonna look good ben yep it's gonna look good it may not play good or have a cohesive story in any way but it's gonna he's one good. of those He's one of those old school developers that just wants his game to look like a movie. Yep. And not have anything to do with gameplay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, uh, then we got a lot of VR. A lot of PlayStation VR shit. A lot of uh, shitty VR. And fish. <laughs> as to monsters of the deep. <laughs> we can fish as a Final Fantasy character. Oh. Um, we can. Pink cam activated. Mouse. We can. <laughs> no, that was not that reaction. We can play Skyrim. <laughs> What? Guys, we can play Skyrim. Skyrim's still around? Uh, on VR. Um, <laughs> and then there's a weird side-scrolling VR platformer coming out named Starchild. I'm not really sure that I would ever want to play a side-scrolling platformer. Unless, Ben, you've corrected. With a, with a VR headset? In a VR headset. That seems kind of like, huh, why would I do this? Yeah, I like the art style. I'm not um, hard, no, 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 I'm I not question taking, why I a game like any, that would be in VR, yeah. but you know, if, it's like watching style. a movie in in 3D. It's always more fun because it's in 3D. Agreed, but so. that's still got. Well, depth it's of more field. fun when it's shot with yeah. the 3D intent, right? Yeah. Yes, but when it's a game, there's no question. <laughs> uh, Hang on, Eric. Did you did you not play Shadow of the Colossus? No, I did. Why? Your your show notes oh, no, make I it did. sound like no, it was sorry, a game that not. had never sorry. been played. I did not play Shadow, the original Shadow of the Colossus. Um, Kill Giants. Rumble yeah, that, that was gorgeous. That. that was a nice trailer. Yeah. yeah. It, I, uh, I can't wait to play that game again. One of those unfortunate souls. I also don't have a PS4, which I think, going back to God of War, that was the franchise I bought my PS3 for. Uh, it will most likely be the franchise I buy my PS4 for. So as soon as I see a release date for that, um, there's just something about running around and slaying gods uh, as a Spartan that is super awesome. Um, and I like the idea that the the Norse gods are already pissed that he's there. Like, yep. hang on. Nope. Fuck you, Baldur. Fuck it's pretty you, neat. Baldur. If you go back far enough, there's an interview with David Jaffe saying sort of offhandedly that the future of the series could could touch other gods like yep. uh, Egyptian that. and Norse and stuff like that. I would like to see Kratos. Yeah, wipe out all deities um, yeah uh, man if he came over to the americas and fought the native american 
Oh, I thought like, you were going. I thought, were going some, and... I thought you were going a totally different route with that. Like American American Gods route. Yeah, no, I thought I thought you were about to say Kratos' last game will be a one on one battle with Jesus Christ. Um, no, because that's definitely not an American religion. You know that, right? <laughs> no, it I is know, to the Mormons. But it is to the Mormons. <laughs> There's okay. definitely American oh. ties here. Yep, Jesus came to Branson with some silver plates and buried him. Uh, <laughs> Stop it. Stop I'm serious. It. I'm serious. You did. I know. I know you are. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I didn't derail. Put on your magic didn't, underwear. I didn't mean to derail us there. Uh, uh, sorry, every, sorry, listeners, if you're Mormon. I uh, I respect you. Yes. Just think your story's a little goofy. Anyway. In your uh, plays. Your musical's awesome. Uh, so yes, Sony was interesting. Uh, almost zero stage presence. Yep. Um, the same guy came out like twice, and they just and it wasn't uh, even the normal guy. Unzipped, was it? unzipped a pile of trailers on us and said, "Okay, have a good night." Yep. Yeah, it was nothing. weird. I was, I felt a little cheated by the fact that like half the trailers didn't have release dates. Um, a half of the remaining half had 2018 dates. What's funny is I don't like most of the talking. Usually, like, Ubisoft did a great job, but usually it's crap, and I just... It's the time I look away from the screen or I make myself a sandwich or something, and I come back, especially when they start talking sales numbers or you got some... that somebody doesn't have a firm grasp of the English language, which, you know, I'm not knocking them, but maybe you shouldn't be on stage or maybe you should use a translator. It's usually awful and groan-worthy and really cringy. So, but... Without it, it felt so weird. <laughs> it felt really like, Im- uh, impersonal. Yeah, very impersonal. Yeah, they they yeah like they phoned it in. Yeah, yeah like here's know. the shit you want to see. Bye. Yeah, don't don't talk to us. So, yeah. Um, I think I they had. I think I think their sales number uh, probably got them a little pompous, and they thought they had it that they could just throw out these games, and Microsoft oh, just sure. killed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, My, uh, that was what I wanted to bring up. Is that like. Microsoft, I feel like, kind of dominated this year. Like, they showed off a bunch of games that look really good and talked about the ones that I wanted to hear more about. Well, yeah, if you uh, and up... then the ones that I didn't want to hear more about, they they knew that and they like played the trailer and then moved on. Uh, well, they talked the about the new system. They showed off stuff that was important and everyone wanted to see. And when Sony was like. Everyone wanted Last of Us 2. Everyone wanted Destiny stuff. Everyone wanted Final Fantasy 7. And we got nothing. almost none of that. Yeah. I mean, if you look yeah, down very, the, very strange the, we didn't get any Final Fantasy 7. If yeah. you look down the notes, right, and it's console exclusive on Microsoft, console exclusive, Xbox, Windows 10 exclusive, console launch exclusive. So I feel like and that's kind of what we saw going Sony's way which is where I was going with the Destiny comment earlier, like maybe Bungie this year saw what they were what they were doing. They couldn't get out of the agreement because they're already into it this year. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think, year, I think I'm not sure you were on when we made a comment about that. Something similar, didn't we, guys, earlier? Uh, I think Eric made that comment earlier. <laughs> no, I thought I, I thought I did. But anyways, um, go ahead. Carry still, on. yeah. It just seemed... PlayStation's camera seemed weird, and I I really really liked the place uh, the Spider Man stuff that looked fucking great. Yeah, Spider Man's awesome. great. Yeah, but it had a 2018 release date, and I don't get that. Like, 
Oh, that's what it was. That's what that's what it was, right? We I thought uh, based on every, you know when Xbox One and PS4 were released, Xbox One had the initial onslaught of games, and then wasn't this supposed to be the time that Sony was going to be crushing it with all their first party exclusives and everything, third party exclusives and just their whole games lineup? And it seems like it's completely evaporated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like everything got delayed or pushed. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's Sunday, weird. I, I well, think you were stuck away the... then, and you would recall better than I on the timeline. Yeah, I think okay. the biggest thing to me is it, it seems like Sony, like if you look at the back half of their press conference, right? It's all VR. It's all their VR, and I'm 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 looking at this, and then I'm thinking to the parallel in Microsoft. Like there was a point in time where Microsoft kind of lost their way a little bit. Like, ooh, we've got this fucking camera that tracks your body movement and watches you 100% of the time. And now Yeah, I, I was going to say that earlier. Are they like hedging their bet that VR I, is still not going to take off? And I kind of see <laughs> Sony saying, now like, ooh, we've got this thing, and a lot of the games that they're coming out with on VR are like Connect Sports. Who the fuck? <laughs> well, Ben I'm mentioned not... something earlier about how That's a little hard. all of the PSVR games look like last gen games totally yeah um i'm not gonna lie the fishing mini game in the fight and i'm the i'm probably the biggest advocate of the final fantasy series in this group right love it i played every one i will probably go back and play final fantasy 15 again i love that series the fishing mini game has always been a staple in that series the last fucking thing i ever want to do in my life oh yeah no there's been a fishing mini game in almost every one of them uh, Weird. I don't it, that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now it hasn't been emphasized in the way that it was in fifteen. Like in fifteen, it was much bigger. But you've always been able to go get a rod and throw it in the fucking water. Um, that's what. I, that's how I take a shower. Then turn on ping cam. Yeah. Turn on cam. <laughs> I said rod and shower. Um. Yeah. It, it's just it. I the last thing I want to do is put on a VR helmet, and assume the role of the prince (laughs) when i can drive three miles west and put an actual fishing pole in the fucking pond um yeah that's really weird yeah it's it's there's just some interesting choices and i feel like and i'm not taking anything away from sony am i an xbox guy yeah i'll be the first one to admit it but i think sony has got this got kind of got the lead back a little bit and now they're going shit what do i do i don't don't know what to do i've got i've got the repeat that you cut out hardcore oh sorry i was i was saying sony's got the ball back from the last generation and now they're kind of like i don't know what the fuck to do with it what what do i do where do i put it i love that you're i love that your show notes for monsters of the deep for final fantasy is release 9 2017 hopefully never (laughs) (laughs) i could say that about any of the ps uh, four games, but anyway, let's uh, let's tackle Nintendo real quick. I think that we can spend. Uh... Well, did you see Sony? Did you see Sony's uh, reasoning behind not cross-platform? No, which was basically no reason. I think Kotaku. Had... <laughs> uh, I I shared something from Polygon because no uh, yeah, about Rocket League, uh, the double yeah. the double echoes. Yeah, back. Oh, I think, uh, think it went back away. Okay, yeah. good. Um, the Rocket League devs were like, so. As everything is set up. Microsoft has done their part, 
And like the only thing we're waiting on for cross platform is for Sony to say, okay. And the the lead at Psionics, the guys that make Rocket League, said that sounds like I'm making short of the issue, but it's really not. Like all we have to do is click a box and we can go. But Sony won't say go. Yeah. So so this article on Kotaku, which references a Eurogamer interview with the PlayStation Global Sales and Marketing head Jim Ryan tries to get Sony's point across as to why it's holding out and doesn't quite get there. And some of the quotes are, we've got to be mindful of our responsibility to our install base. He says, Minecraft, the demographic playing that, you know as well as I do, it's all ages, but it's also very young. We have a contract with people who go online with us that we look after them, and they are within the PlayStation curated... Curated that universe, is, exposing, that is blah, 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 blah. exactly the line Microsoft towed three years ago. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Almost verbatim. See, I'll have to find it. So they're in denial with what kind of trolls hang out on the internet? They think this has got some sort of curated safe zone? Yeah, yeah. In no sure. way is it a curated safe zone. <laughs> so I and think then, ugh, it's, it's going to be tough because there's been times where I would uh, the whole um, anywhere play anywhere is like something uh, Sunday and I talk about quite a bit. It's like, yeah, if I had this game, I'd hop on console with you and play it there. I prefer to play it on PC. So when I was by myself, I'd probably play it on PC or if there's now cross platform play, then I'll play on PC and you can play on console and we'll call it yeah. a deal. Smurf, Smurf is the master race representative uh, of the group. Uh, by the way, guys, I just love, I just <laughs> yeah. love how much Xbox is trying to knock down the wall between PC I think, and, and console. So I read, I'll have to uh, find it and send it to you guys, but it was a couple months ago I read an unbelievable op, uh, editorial piece in Forbes talking about how Microsoft is now the most innovative company on the planet. And it has to do it, with not only at the, at the, and I don't want to take this too down a business path, uh, right, because that's not the focus of the podcast, but it all comes with Steve Jobs incarnate in the new CEO, Satya. And I don't know if you guys ever watched him, but he is Steve Jobs. Same outfit, same mannerisms, <laughs> everything. It's creepy as shit. But then he literally took when Voldemort left the Xbox division. I can't remember his actual name now. He Mark put, Cerny? No, no, never mind. No. Um, That's not him. That's the Sony guy. Name? Doesn't matter. Uh, the guy who runs Zynga now. Um, he, Satya literally called Phil and said, you're going to do this and put the people in place. And now if you think about it, the innovations that Microsoft, you look at the Surface Book, as far as I'm concerned, it is a far superior device over the MacBook Pro that's come out. Like, cool, MacBook Pro's out. I can touch, I can touch a bar at the top. Well, my Surface Book, which is hands down the same piece of equipment, I can touch the screen. Taking another level down, you look at what they're doing with the PS4 Pro really feels like PS4.5, right? Where I understand that we're not in the net, quote-unquote next generation of consoles yet, but the Xbox Scorpio feels like a legitimate upgrade, you know? And I understand a lot of those, uh, the, the, the us three on this, or us four on this podcast understand what that upgrade is is the average American citizen that walks into a Best Buy this holiday season going to see nah. a PS4 Pro at $399 and an Xbox One X at $499 and go, 
Huh. Little Johnny and little Susie, how much are they worth to me? Oh, three ninety nine. <laughs> Fuck my kids. And move on. <laughs> Let's move. Uh, by the way, a former Xbox guy was Don Matrick, who's Thank now you. at Zynga. Don't, don't um, say it. That's one time. Yeah, we can't say it three times. So, <laughs> uh, so Matrick. yeah, Nintendo. Um, Metroid Four know, announcement. I, yep, Metroid Four. Uh, I like Super Mario what they're Odyssey doing with Switch. Is uh, charming as shit. Yep. Hey guys. Hey guys. Hey guys. Skyrim. <laughs> game of the game of E3, maybe. Can we, can we go ahead and say that. Game of E3. <laughs> Yoshi looks like a direct ripoff hey. of Little Big Planet. You, you, you right can now. cross-platform play with the Switch, though. Just saying. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Oh no, Nintendo is all about cross-platform play because Nintendo has no online community, and I love as much as I love the company to death. And we talked about this a little bit on the last episode. They just, I, I, I don't think they know what they're doing anymore. They're just kind of like, huh, fuck it. Okay, cool. Let's, let's, let's yeah. see where this goes. And they have the money to do it and say, fuck it, let's see where this goes. Um, you've got Kirby, right? Which Kirby and Yoshi are both eating disorders waiting to happen. I'm sorry to say it, but they are. Both of them <laughs> eat shit and throw it up immediately all over their enemies. Um. And you can tell in the show notes, I don't know, Ben, if you and Caleb like looked at this, like as I got further down the list, I just got more tired. <laughs> yeah, all, yeah, of the notes, all of the notes just kind of get progressively more smart ass. Uh, Fuzzy Yoshi eats shits and vomits all over his enemies. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I think Nintendo, Nintendo's kind of, I mean, they had a gold mine in the NES, the classic that they just re-released. Mm-hmm. No, we're and getting then the it's like this year, they right? Yeah, but then it's like you shoot shoot yourself in the face by not uh, continuing with the product line. Oh, I bet you, I guess they won the exclusive war, didn't they? Okay, cool. Um, so I kind of want to buy a Nintendo Switch. Just mm-hmm. I'm not going to, but it's interesting to me that I could buy a Nintendo Switch and play Rocket League uh, portably, like. That that would be a reason I would do it. I play I, Rocket League enough that if I could take it to work and hook up to the Wi-Fi and play a few rounds or some shit, like I I would do that. Um, I um I told Melissa that I would love one for Father's Day to travel with. Uh, as much as I travel for work, I think it would be awesome because I can't I don't like to game on my work laptop i have a couple installed and i'll put them in every now and then but i think having a nintendo switch where i could throw on zelda or rocket league uh because there's cross-platform and like i could be like hey caleb let's play some rocket league tonight for sure and i'm in my hotel room and you know you guys are on xbox it's fucking amazing yeah that sounds dope i think nintendo we talked about this in the pre-show podcasts i think nintendo's still sitting in their pocket and mm-hmm. just playing where they are the best, uh, which is fine. I like I didn't I didn't expect them to do something crazy, which I think affords them the ability to focus on making what they've got better and better. So, could you imagine though if they let Mario Kart come out on Xbox or PS4? <laughs> be weird. Yeah. If they awesome, were more though. free, if they were more free with their IP. 
Um, it would be awesome. It would be, I think, it would be really great. I, I said this last week too, Smurf, when you weren't here, um, is I think that would be, to be honest with you, if Nintendo did what Sega did, given where became they a publisher, are, and became not just a publisher, but they just started saying, okay, yeah, well, yeah exactly. Uh, they became a publisher, but they gave the actual licenses to people to recreate. Um, as fun as Fire Emblem Heroes is um, on my iPhone and the Mario Run game, like I would much rather play the original Legend of Zelda on my phone uh, when I'm sitting in an airport waiting for a flight uh, than I do Mario uh, Run. Um, yeah, I think I think there's some stuff that Nintendo could do. Um, but there's no timeline for them actually doing it, so no, I don't really hold... $7 billion sitting in the bank. Why would they fucking need to do anything? Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's it for Nintendo. I mean... Yeah. I mean, all that's all, most let's... of... Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, I was going to say, that's most of the interesting stuff that, I, that stood out to me. I don't really have anything. I'm, I will say that I was a little actually uh put off by the fact that ubisoft didn't announce a new splinter so uh it bummed me out because i think that's out. a really um fan valued um ip that just hasn't really been uh maintained i think they're missing out and at the very least they could at least give us backwards compatibility for those games but yeah we were talking about that last week or last night right about conviction and uh mm-hmm. Yeah, conviction and double, and double agent, agent and blacklist yeah. like those games could all be backwards compatible. I think and... dude, those felt like pinnacles of that series, man. The, I enjoyed those games so much and the story they were telling. But anyways. yeah, I think so the, good. The thing about the thing, and I love the Splinter Cell franchise, but I think the thing about it is, is it doesn't fit into the current Ubisoft model, right? Bullshit. The... <laughs> There's no way, you could what make you, you could very easily make uh, a very uh, you could very easily make a Splinter Cell that is an Assassin's Creed style game. I'm not disagreeing with you where you go to different areas and open shit up and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But that would require an entire shift for right. And I think that's and we talked about this a little bit last week is that was one of the biggest shortcom shortcomings of Ghost Recon Wildlands. Is you open they opened what was traditionally a very tight single player experience from point to point to point, and now all of a sudden you have this mess of uh, Caleb, you're on one side of the map, I'm on the other side of the map. If they did that with Splinter Cell, I feel that would be detrimental. And I think I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing we didn't see it. I think we will see Splinter Cell in the future. I think if anything, this year it showed me that Ubisoft is willing to say, "Oh, we've kind of been." Fucks, we've kind of been fuckery the last couple of years with microtransactions and bullshit. What? Uh, keep your mouth near the microphone, please. I don't understand. Yeah, I heard we've kind of been fuck. <laughs> I don't understand. Fuckery. I didn't move. That's the weird thing. Anyway, we've kind of oh, been yeah. fuckery this year. Well, I paused to catch my thoughts. That's why you guys didn't hear anything. Um, I think they've kind of been, the last couple of years, they've been like, ah, oh, shit, fucking fuck we're going to fuck up, we're going to fuck up. And I think <laughs> what this year the conference showed me was they, Aisha Tyler wasn't there. They focused solely on the gameplay and said, hey, we are still one of the best publishers out there. Look at what we did. 
uh, I think next year would be a better point to show a new Splinter Cell game if there's one going to come um, than this year. That's just how I feel, Caleb. So kick yeah. rocks. I want a backwards. <laughs> I want. I want my games backwards compatible. Then that's fine. I I totally live with that. I, if they gave me Splinter Cell Conviction uh, to play, I would play it until the new one came out. And I probably wouldn't complain very much because that game was fucking awesome. It was great. Yeah. So <laughs> we're all tired and don't want to say any more words. So yeah. thanks for uh, listening week two. Uh, next week you'll see a new, not really, I don't want to say a new bounty board. We're not changing completely. But E3 kind of afforded us to do a little less structure and a little more kind of free form talking about the, you know, the big event that was going on. Um, so next week, look for bounty board to kind of fall into its routine of how we want it to be presented to you every week. Um, thanks for listening about E3 and keep your, keep your ears and, um, ears to the ground keep your eyes peeled and your butts spread. Um, (laughs) there's, uh, the conferences are over, but E3 still got some stuff going on for the next few days. So we may see some more information about these games come out. We may see even a few more like smaller caliber announcements, uh, like Fortnite, which we didn't see at any conferences, but we did see through the show floor and their releases. So uh, thanks again for listening. Um, come back to us next week. Uh, we'll have another episode with a topic and some things we want to talk about in the game industry. Thanks for but, listening, uh, everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening. I'm your host, uh, LubWub, Everywhere It's Important. My name is Caleb. I'm Ben. Smurf here. This is Eric, E9 Sunday, where it counts, Xbox Live. Thanks for listening, guys, and uh, have a good week. Deuces. Deuces.